0: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Fit Body Happy Joints. My name is Shannon. Today we're talking about exercise and pregnancy. So, I am currently pregnant. I finally announced on Instagram I'm entering my second trimester due in March 2024. So, I wanted to take this opportunity to talk about exercise and fitness during pregnancy. How should we exercise during pregnancy? What specific exercise changes happen in each trimester? I want to talk about can you gain muscle during pregnancy or should that even be the goal. So these are all things that I want to address today. So first I will be referencing our prenatal program a lot in this episode so I want to talk about that just a bit so that we're on the same page and you're not lost. So I'm the founder of Evlo Fitness which is our um online fitness platform. It's group fitness classes that I teach and then our two other or three other instructors who are also doctors of physical therapy teach. And we just launched our new prenatal program that starts at week six and will continue throughout your entire pregnancy. So this program is following my pregnancy in real time. So I'll film a week of classes and then release it the very next week. So let's say you're in week 12. You can go to week 12 of the program and you'll find all five classes for the week that I taught during my week 12. Then You know, then we'll drop week 13 and you'll find five new classes that I taught during my week 13 and so on throughout my entire pregnancy. So what's nice is that you won't have to repeat the same classes over and over. You won't have to guess which classes to take. You'll be working out with someone who is at the same gestation week as you. And that was kind of my goal with this program. So each week there's upper body, lower body burn, which is kind of like a mat based class bar and full body. Each week is super structured so that you're working each muscle group two-ish times throughout the week. There's zero guesswork, you know exactly which t- class to take, and it'll be really balanced. So you're working all of your muscles throughout the week, throughout each week without overworking any of them. I'm just such a big believer in this approach, really for everyone, but specifically for pregnancy, I think it's so appropriate for pregnancy because we're the workouts are gentle, but they're effective. And we're not focusing on just draining your energy or mindlessly jumping around. We're really intentional with movements, and we're focused on muscle, which is just so complementary to pregnancy. So, this program is included in the membership. It's not sold separately, so you can just join the Evlo trial and start at your current gestation week. Gestation week. I will put the link in the show notes if you want to join us. So, I, again, I'm going to be referencing this program a little bit. Um, so. I want to kind of talk about how you can adapt and modify the program throughout this episode if you're experiencing certain things. So let's get into it. It is really interesting pregnancy because the research on exercise and pregnancy is really sparse and limited because ethically it's difficult to test and research participants who are pregnant. So it really limits what we can gather as far as a literature standpoint. So much of what is going on <laughs> is limited. And really, we have to just go off theory rather than a bunch of data. So quite frankly, I just have to use what I know about the body. I have to know how pregnancy changes things. We have to use the little data that we have. And then we have to draw all of that together to create theories and applications based on on what we know. So please know that that's where this is coming from. And as always, if if there's better information or good literature that comes out and changes my stance on things, I will be back to update you all. But this is kind of where this is coming from. So, And then before we get into this, I just want to say that I'm not going to keep repeating this throughout the episode, so I don't sound redundant. But More than ever, it's really important that you're passing any of this by your doctor before you're applying it because every single, even if you've been pregnant before, every single pregnancy is different and really should be treated with unique thought and care. So I'm not going to keep saying that, but just know that that's really important with all of this information and all of my recommendations. All right. So, benefits of exercise during pregnancy. At one point, you know, women were not encouraged to exercise during pregnancy or not lift weights. And a lot of what we thought about exercise has really changed. And we see that women who participate in both aerobic, so cardio exercise and strength training exercise, seem to do so much better during, during pregnancy and after pregnancy. Not only that, but they have healthier babies, they recover better. It is so important to stay active during pregnancy with both cardio and strength training. So quick list of benefits that go beyond the aesthetics. So it improves mood reduces risk of gestational diabetes, improves sleep quality. You get better vascularization for the placenta, reduced risk of childhood obesity. It has positive effects on placental growth and function. It can prevent excessive fetal growth, which I'll talk about here in a second. You can have better metabolic control, better blood sugar regulation, better health of the baby. The baby can withstand stress better. And Really, it can overall help you feel and operate so much better throughout your entire pregnancy. Moderate exercise does not place the fetus at risk as long as volume and intensity are reasonable. So I think that's really un- important to understand. And then I mentioned lower birth weight. So lower birth weight is tied to an active um, an active mom during pregnancy, but having lower birth weight is not linked to long-term issues with the baby. So there's no brain or development issues just because the baby has a smaller birth weight. In fact, it can actually improve the long-term health of the child if you are active during pregnancy. So exercise in pregnancy can be immensely beneficial, and it's not something that we should be afraid of. Now, there are changes that occur during pregnancy that will make your workouts look and feel different than they did pre-pregnancy. So I want to go over those. Let's start with first trimester. In first trimester, this is where things start to change, mostly how you are physically feeling from an energy level and then from like a lot of us get nauseous. So what happens is you have an increase in blood volume. You may notice bloating. I felt like I had a ton of bloating early in my pregnancy. Your heart rate increases, your resting heart rate, and your heart rate during exercise will increase, and your body temperature also increases. So all of these things will make it harder for you to reach a max intensity heart rate during exercise, which is one reason why moderate intensity is recommended. Higher intensity exercise just might feel a lot more difficult for you because you have an increase in heart rate, you have an increase in blood volume, and your overall body temperature is increased. You'll also want to work out in cooler rooms. I don't recommend hot workouts during pregnancy because of this increase in overall core body temperature. Starting as early as a few weeks into pregnancy, you may have an increase in ligament laxity, which will continue throughout your entire pregnancy. And this is relevant to exercise because it can open up more uncontrolled and unstabilized ranges of motion. So if you're not aware of this, you may sink into a super deep lunge and end up a joint pain because your body doesn't have stability in that new range of motion. So one way to combat this is to use a lot of external support. And this is something that we're already doing in Evolo classes. So use a wall, use chairs, use the floor. And this really helps improve stability and control without taking away from the effectiveness of the exercise. So just be aware of your range of motion and make sure that You know, just because you can go there doesn't mean you should. Just move through ranges of motion where you feel like you can support your body. You feel your muscles contracting and engaging. If you go so low that you're like, I don't know where I am in space or I can't contract my glutes in this position, it means you've gone too far. I also, on this same note, don't recommend overstretching during pregnancy. So if you're taking yoga, you want to be careful with really any stretching during pregnancy. You do not need to stretch for the most part during pregnancy, because you have so much more ligament laxity to begin with. So what how we do this is you'll just see us doing active mobility in our classes, which is really gonna be a lot more beneficial for your joints and put you at less risk of hurting yourself. So lastly, this is something that if you're in first trimester, you may be experiencing this, you may be in the depths of, but you might have increased fatigue and nausea, which makes your workouts way harder and sometimes unrealistic to do it all. Personally, I was extremely exhausted. I was unmotivated. I was nauseous. And that lasted, that wasn't just a morning thing. Like it wasn't just a morning sickness thing. It was pretty much all day. I got like a three hour period of relief in the afternoon. And it lasted for pretty much four weeks straight. So from like week six to week 10. And this just made everything work, uh, socializing, workouts, like feel like it was pulling teeth. It was just a challenge. And for many people, this is their experience and first trimester is just survival mode. You may not feel like you can be as consistent or put in as much effort and that is okay. For me, I still worked out on the five time per week track, but my intensity and effort during classes decreased pretty significantly to accommodate how I was feeling. I often went down in weight, So I often wasn't lifting the same amount of weight that I was pre-pregnancy or I just used body weight. It was more of like i just show up and do what you can and I was really just kind of focused on maintaining the muscle mass that I had. I think people get afraid of losing progress during pregnancy and I like to think about it this way. We have the rest of our lives to work out and make fitness progress. Pregnancy is a temporary season and if you're anything like me, the fatigue and nausea is real (laughs) in early pregnancy and beating myself up. For not doing more was just sucking what little energy I had left. So when I let go of the expectation that my body needed to perform the way it was pre-pregnancy and just started getting curious and taking better care of this body that I had today, it gave me so much relief and made showing up to my workouts so much easier. So if you're struggling to get in the five workouts a week, that is totally fine. A lot of people are like, there's no way I'm going to be able to work out five times per week like I usually am, that is fine. It is hard. I wanna give you some tips if you are struggling to stay consistent. So first, I recommend really all workouts. If you're a Neville member, you know this well, but start slow with every workout. You don't have to get in and kill it right away. Easing your body in, some gentle movement usually made me feel better. So it was a lot easier to get into the work once I kind of eased myself in. So we always start with breath work and mobility. And this really helps your body in like I said and you can choose from there once we get into the work you can choose body weight you can go down and weight, or you can even just do one set of everything and fast forward to the cool down another option would be to not commit to the five time per week track while you're not feeling great so just commit to three classes per week and the classes I would take are the Monday Tuesday Wednesday class so that's upper body lower body and burn and you can spread those out throughout the week So in those first three classes of the week, you'll hit each muscle group. We try to hit each muscle group twice per week, but in Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday class, you'll see every muscle group hit. So just getting in those three classes can help you maintain muscle during this time. So that's a great option. Sometimes committing to less can really help you stay consistent and alleviate some of that perfectionist pressure that we all put ourselves through, especially during this time. So that's first trimester. Again, you'll want to focus on moderate intensity exercise. I'll go over more details about cardio here in a moment. You want to consider working out in cooler rooms, be cautious of overstretching and sinking into deep ranges of motion like a deep lunge, and then potentially transitioning your mindset to more of a maintenance mode if you're struggling with sickness and fatigue. All right, second trimester. This is the time where you may start to get some energy back and you may feel better and you may feel like being consistent with your workouts is a lot easier. Even though we're shifting our focus for abdominals, we're still loading other muscles like arms and legs to the point where we are getting those muscles close to failure. There's just not as many changes in those muscles for obvious reasons. So you still can continue to program your workouts similarly for your arms and legs. Second trimester may also be a really good time to see a pelvic floor PT. And a lot of pelvic floor PTs are covered by insurance. You don't always need a doctor's note. A lot of times you can call a pelvic floor physical therapist's office, ask them if you need a doctor's note. And a lot of times you don't. And you can just, uh, depending on the state you're in, and you can get in and get your insurance to cover it. So I highly recommend seeing a pelvic floor PT, especially if you're having symptoms, like if you're having SI pain, uh, low back pain, if you're having any leaking. I plan to see one personally just to get an evaluation and make sure that everything is going well. Um, I think this is something that really, if you can do, you should do. And then third trimester is when things continue to progress, obviously, and you may start to notice that exercise gets harder just from a logistical standpoint because of the bump growing. So you may have reduced lung capacity because, and so because of this reduced lung capacity, you may notice that you get breathless earlier with the same amount of exercise. And this is because the baby is taking up more space in the abdominal cavity, which forces the diaphragm up and makes breathing harder. So again, during this time, high-intensity work might not be super realistic for you. Focusing on that moderate intensity and even some of your moderate-intensity workouts might feel challenging too because of lack of sleep and just overall discomfort. So again, this might be more of a survival, not quite as survival mode as first trimester, but this might be a time where you're also just kind of focused on maintenance. And again, it's going to be pregnancy dependent. So um, not that trying to get close to failure in your lifts and things like that is bad or wrong, but it's just going to be realistically how you're feeling and what you're able to put into your workouts. So those are the changes and things that you can expect in relation to exercise based on trimester. Now, I didn't go over every single modification and every single consideration since that's what you're going to be learning in classes, but that's really kind of exercise from a high level and how things are changing. What about building muscle during pregnancy? Is it possible? Again, there's no conclusive evidence on this, so we have to go on theory. But theoretically, yes, it is possible to continue to build muscle during pregnancy If you're following my five basics of muscle building, choosing exercises that sufficiently load muscles, loading muscles close to failure, programming to avoid overuse, and eating enough protein, you technically could continue to build muscle throughout pregnancy. The question is, is it realistic and should it be the goal? As far as being realistic, this is going to vary pregnancy to pregnancy. For me, it was not realistic to have the goal of building muscle during first trimester Again, just getting to my workout at all was a challenge, let alone having the energy to lift what I was lifting pre-pregnancy and to get close to failure in my lifts. Again, I was often going down in weight and just kind of focusing on maintaining. It was also hard for me to be consistent with my nutrition during this time because I was so nauseous. Eating was the only thing that made me feel better and eating normal what I was normally eating was just not in the cards. Like All I wanted was greasy carbs and food. So it was hard for me to stay consistent and get enough protein to be able to supply the appropriate nutrients to even build muscle, even if I was lifting at a high enough intensity. So after about week 10, I started to get my energy back and I felt like I could put in a little bit more effort into my lifts. And so because it's easier for me to get back into a routine with lifting and a routine with my nutrition and I've been sleeping good, during this time, it may be more realistic for me to continue with my muscle building goal. And whether or not I actually build more lean mass during this time, applying the principles of, of hypertrophy. So challenging muscles sufficiently, eating enough protein, structuring my workouts, those things will all be things that are beneficial in general for pregnancy. So whether or not I actually build the lean mass is less important than the act of being consistent enough that's going to be overall beneficial for my pregnancy. So to me, as long as your joints feel good and your body is feeling good, there's really no harm in working towards that muscle growth goal. So that's realistically, like, is it realistic for you to have the goal of building muscle during pregnancy? And again, it's just going to be how you're feeling and what you can stay consistent with. Now, should it be the goal? Is it appropriate to have a goal of muscle building? It's really going to be dependent on your pregnancy. Um, I plan to take it week by week and not get too caught up in expecting linear progress by any means. I can't tell you what your goal should be that needs to be between you and your doctor. But in my opinion, the most important thing is that we're healthy and that our developing baby is healthy. Strength training during pregnancy can help you maintain and maybe even build muscle, which will help immensely in birth, help in postpartum recovery and beyond. So It's really worth it to continue to strength train, but it should never be at the cost of yourself in any way, physically or emotionally. If you're stressing yourself out so much in the pursuit of fitness because you're expecting your body to perform at the same level that it was pre-pregnancy, that emotional stress is not going to be beneficial for your overall health and is not worth it. You may also notice that it takes longer for you to recover from workout to workout during pregnancy. Remember, you're growing a human and your body has so much more to focus on than it does usually. So you may notice that pre-pregnancy, maybe you could do the five-time-per-week envelope track with cardio and it felt great. And you didn't feel like super sore all the time. You felt like you could connect to your muscles. You felt like you could put in good intensity with each workout. And maybe that exact same routine is resulting in more soreness than before. Or maybe you're struggling to put in quality effort each workout. In which case, you might see better results and better benefits from doing a bit less. So maybe you switch to the four-time-per-week track instead. If you're following the prenatal program, that means you're going to take out Thursday's bar class. So again, you might feel like you can actually see better results because if you're doing less and recovering better from session to session, you can actually put in better quality effort during the sessions that you're actually doing. And remember, I'm using Evlo as as examples here, but even if you aren't a member, you can apply this to advice to your own routine. So staying active during pregnancy, both cardio and strength training is amazing, but you always have to be honest with yourself about the cost benefit and what you're really striving for. All right, so that's building muscle during pregnancy. Yes, theoretically it is possible. And to me, there's no harm in applying the same principles that could actually, the same principles to hypertrophy because they can be beneficial for you in your pregnancy. What if you're new to lifting and strength training? Should you start strength training during pregnancy if you're brand new if you haven't lifted or if you're uh, if you've fallen off of lifting for a little while? Yes, you can, but I would recommend easing in you are not going to focus on getting close to failure in your lifts in the first month or two. Go lighter and use body weight and just get used to the movements and start to develop body awareness and strength. If you are in first trimester and you want to start tr- strength training and you want to start with our prenatal program, I would start with our foundations program first. That's not under the prenatal program. You'll find that under programs. So take those classes as long as you need to until you get used to them, then jump into the prenatal classes based on your gestation week. So Let's say you are in week 10. I would go take the foundations classes throughout week 10. You can take those longer than one week if you need to. And then in week 11, you'll jump into week 11 of the prenatal program, if that makes sense. If you're in second trimester and you're wanting to start strength training, I actually want you to not start with the foundations program because there's going to be a little bit different modifications that we do. So you will start with week 14 of the prenatal program. So let's say you're in week 20 and you want to start strength training. Start with, still start with week 14 and that's going to be your foundations week and then jump into wherever your, your week is gestation wise. And this is because during that week 14, that's the first week of second trimester, that's where I'll be kind of going over the foundations of second trimester. All right, that's building muscle during pregnancy. What about cardio? And what is it like an overall good exercise routine as far as blending cardio and strength training? Because I mentioned that cardio and strength training are both great to do during pregnancy. So overall, the routine recommendation doesn't actually change much for someone that's pregnant and someone that's not pregnant. It's just going to, your intensity might change and you might feel like you can maybe put in a little less effort during pregnancy, maybe, maybe not. But the dosage and the routine is pretty much going to stay the same, which makes it really easy. So you want to strength train anywhere from three to five times per week, and then doing about 150 minutes of light to moderate intensity cardio per week. That light to moderate intensity cardio could be walking, biking, jogging, the elliptical, anything that's lightly elevates your heart rate, but where you could still breathe in and out through your nose. I like to just walk briskly for 10 to 30 minutes per day and then I also take our low impact cardio burst class a couple times a week to get to that 150 minutes per week. I don't track it perfectly, it's just a ballpark. One thing that isn't encouraged that is encouraged if you're not pregnant, if you feel good, is to add HIIT. So we, I don't recommend adding HIIT unless you were doing it pre-pregnancy and there's a lot of mixed evidence about this and when it comes to HIIT, I actually just want you to keep that between you and your doctor and just ask what's best for you for your doctor with your doctor. If you are doing it pre pregnancy and your doctor's okay with you continuing with it during pregnancy, keep it. If your doctor says, eh, no, it's probably best for you to keep the moderate intensity exercise instead, then do that. Okay, Whew. let's summarize the overall takeaways from this episode. I hope that so far it's been helpful. I hope that you're taking away that exercise is immensely beneficial for both us and our baby, but things might look different during pregnancy as far as what happens to your body during an actual workout. Strength training is absolutely encouraged. It's going to help with both how you're feeling during pregnancy. It's going to help with delivery. It's going to help with postpartum recovery. The Evelyn members that have had multiple pregnancies and did evlo on their last pregnancy but not on the prior pregnancy has told us that their recovery is like night and day difference and that strength training has really helped them recover so much better so strength training is absolutely encouraged during pregnancy light to moderate cardio is also encouraged most days of the week so again shoot for that 150 minutes of walking biking jogging one thing to note here is that You don't want to add a new cardio habit during pregnancy. So if you weren't jogging pre-pregnancy, we don't want to add jogging. And this is just because it isn't the best time to get accustomed to a new repetitive form of exercise when you have so many other changes, so many joint changes, so many hormonal changes that are happening in your body. So just do whatever you were doing pre-pregnancy. If you weren't doing any cardio pre-pregnancy, walking is going to be your best friend. Taking your pregnancy week by week. It is okay to have periods where you're doing less or maybe you're doing nothing at all. We have the rest of our lives to exercise and you can ease back into it whenever you're feeling better. And then finally, building muscle is possible for sure, theoretically, but don't overstress it. Maintaining muscle mass and building strength are really going to be more beneficial and potentially more realistic for you during this time. But you can still apply the muscle building principles when you're feeling like you have the capacity to do so, because they're still going to be very beneficial to you and may even allow you to build some lean tissue. So again, those principles are uh, choosing exercises that load muscles sufficiently, getting close to failure in your left. So getting just shy of failure, that means your last three or four reps really start to slow down. You might feel your heart rate increase. They really start to get challenging. Programming your workout so you're not overusing muscles making sure you're recovering. We like to recommend two recovery days per week where you just do that light intensity cardio. And then eating enough protein, making sure that you're eating about 0.75 to one grams of protein per ideal body weight mass or pre-pregnancy weight. Okay, I hope this was helpful. I hope you learned and feel confident about going into exercise during your pregnancy. And we will see you all next week, same time, same place. Bye for now.